Welcome back to Who the Fuck Are These Guys? How are you, Mako Shark? Good, Matty C. Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm doing quite well, mate. I'm doing quite well here tonight on a Wednesday night. It's a fight night, Matthew. It's a fight night fight as night. we record. Absolutely. It's exciting. And it's a drink, drink west on a fight night. Oof, there you go. Drink west is best, Matthew. Nice little drop for you on a Wednesday evening. <laughs> it is, Mako Shark. I haven't had a beer since the weekend because... Mm-hmm. I, uh, I collapsed like I was the man from the what's what's the man from the grassy knoll? I feel like the sniper. JFK, yeah, little yeah. Oswald got you from the uh, sixth Oswald story of the me. book depository. You dropped. Just running, running at a very below subpar pace, uh, and didn't turn or do anything, and just collapsed. So that was good. So I've um, fucked me knee, mate. I've, I've I've done all sorts of meniscus <laughs> oh, yuckness. Boy. And uh, well, let's can't honest. straighten my You're leg. Cannot straighten it. You've been, yeah. You've been really sort of testing the limits of the human body, I reckon, for the last couple of years here, Matt. You're a, you're a big strapping lad, and these knees must have been screaming. I uh, I feel bad for you, but, yeah, fuck. No good. It's no good. good. But you're still here podcasting, which is the main thing. Well, I was a little bit late. Sport. A little bit late tonight. I told you I was ready, but it took me out because i got to realise i got to go up the stairs. Do the Leo, oh, love Leo, shout out to Leo, my boy, and uh, do the bedtime stuff and then the hobble down the hallway where it was normally a zip and a zam and a whammo. It's it's more of a mm. sort of, ah, 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 ah. A bit, <laughs> bit as your father. Yeah. But anyway, no, well, I'm here. I'm good. I'm in good spirits because I'm podcasting with the Mako Shark and for the great listeners that we got, brought to you by Palmerbet. Doesn't matter if you've got a meniscus or if you've got a thumb injury, you can still punt and punt with the smoothest punting application out there mako shark and we do we do we do stress though when doing so with all your injuries and when you're sitting there just make sure the hard-earned pennies aren't wasted and you do it with good knowledge on what you're doing but they've been fantastic and we thank them and we just say please do so responsibly what do you got for me mate love palm a bit fucking love the boys down there and uh Look, what have I got for you? It's episode 39, Matthew. I've got Zach Guthrie for the Cats, a uh, young man who's much maligned in the world of football, but he's showing that he's got the skills to pay the bills at the moment, Matthew. Zach Guthrie, number 39. Who you got for me? Well, I've got a, I've got a common thief. Tell me. Damien Cupidol Cupido. Jesus, for the listeners out there that might not know, he's an infamous character, Damien Cupid. Oh, Had boy. all the... I'll give you something about this bloke, right? When I was doing... I've, I've talked about this Bendigo Bomber stat, but when I, he got dropped to the twos. He was an SM listener play. He got dropped to the twos of the twos. It was a hailing day at Windy Hill. He was a left footer, as you know. He torped it on his right foot from the centre of the ground and kicked it 70 metres on his oppo on the run. He's a freak. He's a sort of talent. He's a freak. He's a freak. He then but, uh, got involved into some sort of bad stuff, right? I think he had a few addictions, and he was playing local footy and got booted out of every club he's played for, and he was a little mm-hmm. – little uh, boys go out and do their warm-up. Come, he got caught multiple times from clubs stealing his mates' money out of their wallets, allegedly. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah can't have it. He's a fiend. Yeah, I won't have it on a this poo. podcast. He's doing a poo, boys. I'll meet you out there. And then someone comes back in, and he's rifling through wallets, looking for some bloody – Listen, fucking, how you doing? Anyway, allegedly. Yeah. We say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly but, you know, Always anyway, allegedly. That's funny. So we, we don't do that here, though. We don't allege anything other than greatness. Um, you've asked me about my week. What have you been up to? Just quickly. Mate, well, I'll tell you what. I've, as you know, I've been on a uh, an extended break from work here once the tin lid was born. I've had about nine weeks off here, and this is my last week, Matthew. I'm starting to get the dreaded oh going back God. to work nerves next week. It's starting. The impending doom is starting to uh, fall upon me here. I got about what are we? When is it Thursday? I got four days 
of yeah, freedom nice left with my little baby girl and the miso, and then it's uh, then I become a, a working father. I don't know what it's like, Matthew. I've got to get up. I've got to go to work. I've got to come home. I've got to but you've had that kids. long off now that you're almost entwined to not working. Mate, I forgot what working is, to be honest. I just want to be a full-time podcaster. So, look, we've got to get this thing cracking. <laughs> We're already doing well, but we've got to start getting better. We've got to go. By episode 44, I want to be full-time, baby. <laughs> By episode 44, we have to think of an Essendon player. We're going to go into ice hockey players. We'll have to make a little yeah, smooth struggle. switch. North of 50. We're, going we're, to, just, we're not going to go with reserves, blokes. We'll just, we'll just switch over into some other sports that have high numbers. Um, talk to me about the episode this uh, this week and talk to me about the guest. I, uh, returning, we, we like to just, we're going through a bit of a flavour of some returning pals, pals of the pod. Yes. P.O.P., the it. Pops. Is it pals that know it's I love the returning friends because you know what that means, Matthew? It means not only do we make friends on the podcast, but we we really uh, we, we elicit a, an emotion mm. out of these blokes and they're happy to come back. They don't go, oh, no, that was shit ass. I didn't like that podcast. They sort of stunk a Correct. bit. Correct. I'm never going to go back on that podcast. No, 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 Matthew. These blokes are chomping at the bit to get back on the Huda Fook podcast. Oh, yeah. And that's what we've got. One of our great friends, Matthew, Jamie Malarkey. I'm excited actually to get the hooligan back on because, mate, yes. anyone out there, anyone out there would know he's a fucking mm-hmm. sicko, this bloke, and he had a big old fight about a week and a half ago, Michael Johnson fight. So we're going to get him on, Matthew, and we're going to talk all about that fight because I've got a yes. lot, of, lot of questions. I want to know a lot about it because it was exciting. It was scary. It was all sorts of emotions ran through both of us while watching that fight. And, mate, he it came out the memes. other side yes. as the victor. Absolutely. It was big. He did, and it was uh, somewhat controversial on the internet. But we, we, we were, we were all for our boy, and we, we were like, no, 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 no. It's no it's, robberies here, mate. No, I'll ask him about robberies. Yeah, well, you did. You did ask him. Right, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I was trying to pretend that we hadn't spoken to him yet, but that's I okay. Get You're confused. breaking kayfabe. Well, we never know what to always, do. I know. I get every week. We don't know what we do. We either say we, oh, what a great chat this was. Look forward to it. Oh, it was big, and then we other, oh, we don't, we haven't, but we have spoken. Then. I don't know. I don't know. I reckon we just go with the, we haven't spoken to him yet, and then afterwards we pretend that, you know, we just did it, and then it's uh, it's a nice illusion for the listeners at home. That's what I, I don't know. It's all all show business, (laughs) whatever. Look, we've already spoken to Jamie. I'm going to pretend that we haven't. How about that? (laughs) Okay. Just, we're not going to edit this out, but in your head, just pretend this last 90 seconds didn't happen. Continue. Absolutely, mate. It was a fucking ripper chat. I don't know what we're going to talk about. You know what I mean? But, uh, look, it's going to be fine. It's going to be great, Matthew. We might as well get into it because we've already cooked the intro here. So let's run with it. We've got the hooligan up, but stick with us, Matthew. Stick with us, Mm. listeners, because we've got a lot coming, don't we? Heaps. 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 We've got the world's famous, most excellent segment. We've got a lot. We've got some local stuff this week with the uh, the Aussie boxing that's going on right now. So we'll be able to give you a few updates and what we think will happen. We've also got uh, UFC punting... uh, punting review and preview and there's a bit of uh jake paul there's a bit of garcia there's a bit of you know a bit of a friend of the pot having a fight there's a bit going on so it's a jam packer jam a jam kerry a jam kerry so maybe you want to lead us in to the hooligan off the back of a jam oh, absolutely i'm gonna lead you in here we go listeners huda fuck a returning friend of the pod the hooligan Jamie Malarkey. I am what I am and that's all that I am. I am what I am, I'm a hooligan. I am what I am and that's all that I am. I am what I am, I'm a hooligan. I am what I am and that's all 
all that I am. Why? I am what I am. I'm still a hooligan. I'm waking up at like 11 in the morning. Playing by the rules, yo, it's just so boring. I'm eating Captain Crunch for lunch. Do I got issues? Yeah, man, I got a bunch. Like late night fist fights, half pints and dirt bikes. Yo, I love them all, so they label me an outlaw. Alrighty, who the fuck is? We are here again this week with a uh, friend of the pod. We're excited to have him back on again. The hooligan, Jamie Malarkey, is joining us. We're about a week and a half out, mate, from the fight. How are you feeling? Yeah, feeling good, man. Feeling good. A um, couple of bumps and bruises, but nothing. Oh, I came out of the fight pretty uh, injury-free, so... Yeah, just um, just enjoyed a week's week's rest, just to recoup and uh, be back in the gym, getting re- getting ready for another one. The uh, <clears throat> the bounce there looks to have uh, fully repaired, mate. Straight after the fight, it was looking a little bit worse for wear, with a few uh, like you said bumps and bruises, but you look like you've sort of healed up beautifully. So that must be nice. Yeah, what was that? The snores? Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, had a few yeah. on it. Yeah, the snows had a, a bit a bit of a cut on it, but um, nah, it, it honestly was like for for the intensity that the fight was. Um, I was I was stoked to come out with like just a, a couple of bumps and bruises. Yeah, How do you feel when you it. go through a wall like that? Um, yeah, you know, I just want to ask, like you you escaped pretty pretty good damage from from like you said from a wall like that. How do you recover mentally do you go back and actually watch the fight or do you what do you do what's what's your sort of post-fight routine in, in something as big as that and as, as big a war as that yeah I, I watched the fight um as soon as i got back and um yeah just just kind of get back to just eating eating some food that you've been missing and um yeah, just sure. enjoying a bit of I, I like to just enjoy time with my with my family and with my with my mates, just uh, just for the first couple of weeks, because even uh, as fighters, you know, you don't get too much um, time to just let the hair down and just have some beers or whatever. So that's that's what I like doing, just straight up, straight away, come home and see the loved ones. Yep, nice, nice. mate, nice. Take us through the fight a little bit, because uh, it's to be expected in a Jamie Malarkey fight that it's going to be a fucking banger which is what we got. Take us through how you yep. felt your performance was, and obviously you like being in fights like that, but I'm sure at the time it's probably not the game plan. But, mate, just take us through what you are feeling, how you look back on it now, how your performance was, and just take us through that first round especially. Yeah, no, I felt um, I felt really good. I felt calm. I felt relaxed. Um, coming into the fight with Johnson, I was like not I, – I, I knew that he'd be more experienced, and I knew that he'd like – in those kind of uh, battles, um, especially just in the in the UFC bracket, he's just been in there with the who's who. <clears throat> so I knew that he was going to be like um, re- pretty relaxed and pretty, and that's just what I kept telling myself. I kept telling myself all all leading up to it, just just stay calm, stay calm, and um, you'll and you'll be fine. And yeah, that's what we did. And like, even though it was a war, I I still don't feel like it was a like reckless crazy chin up chin up just swinging more it was it stayed pretty technical for the whole fight um it was just a, a really high output and we both uh we both found each other's chin in the first round and then um yeah mm-hmm. just just a, a good good little scrap i won't lie mate when you uh hit the deck in that first round i know how much work you've put into it and i uh, i probably let go a few fucks on the couch when you hit the deck <laughs> yeah. 
a little bit nervous. I thought, oh, fuck, how's he going to get out of this? But somehow you did, man. You found a way. I don't know. You just grabbed onto a leg a little bit there and, mate, determination. You managed to just scrap through it. Take us to what, what were you thinking? Like, how do you deal with something like that? Is it just an instinctual thing when you find yourself on the mat and you just try and, I don't know, scrap for anything you can? Yeah, it's pretty instinctual. Um, and, like, to be honest, in, in that moment, um, I wasn't too hurt. I just... Um, I just kind of like went, oh fuck! You, you got to respect, you got to respect his speed because he's mm. very, very fast. Um, yeah, that that was all it was, and uh, then yeah, I just um, grabbed his, uh, grabbed onto his arm and um, just recouped. And but I, I, I recovered pretty quickly after that. Coming from we're both as we spoke to you about the first one, we're not fighters, but is there different levels of being rocked? in the octagon. So, you know, you, you were able to still have the nows to grab onto his glove and sort of, you know, gain gain your whereabouts and what you're doing. But is there other times where, like, you see guys get not, get rocked and they don't have the senses to do that? Because there's just so many different things that go on in the octagon. It's just amazing that you can still be able to think that instinctual thing, grab his glove, get my, you know, get, get, get my fucking game plan back and then go get into the second round and go from there. It's just coming from a non-fight, it's amazing what you guys can do. And it just... Yeah, I just wonder, is there other times where even if you're in that position, you, you might not be able to recover from that, even though you're yeah, not knocked out? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, the, human, like the human brain and the human yeah. uh, anatomy is pretty amazing, man. Like, it can be the difference between being punched, like, here yeah. or yeah. here and here. Like, that, there's, like, certain spots of the, of the skull that will literally shut your lights out. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's another big thing, the accuracy of the shot. But um, for sure, you get times when uh, you wouldn't even be able to you, – your, your legs aren't working and you wouldn't even be able to um, recover. But, yeah, luckily I was, uh, I was not in that, in that uh, situation. Mate, like talk about that sort of stuff. Then you got through into the second round. We talked about it last time you were on the show. It's that mentality of just going out there and fucking bashing them. And that's just what you did in the second round, man. You were pouring it on Michael Johnson in that second round. And I know you said after the fight, can't why won't you just drop? Like, what was going on there? He just wouldn't drop. You were delivering knees. You're just fucking landing at will. What's the, Again, what's your mentality like in a round like that where you must be thinking, fuck, I should have stopped him by now, but he's still up there. Like, it must be pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was kind of thinking when I had him up against the cage and I was throwing elbows and throwing knees and, like, he wasn't really doing anything. I was like, it's funny because I'll tell you in a sec. But I, I had a chat with Michael at the at the hospital. We went to hospital together. But um, yeah, at the time I was like, fuck, he can't he can't be this hurt because I haven't done nothing this round to, to hurt him this much. So to me, that was I was thinking, oh, he wants a way out. He he wants he wants mm-hmm. to get stopped here. So I'll fucking pour it on, and I and I did, and then um. He just wasn't going away. So I was like, fuck. Just didn't. And then I talked to him after and I was like, bro, when you were um when you were like hurt in the second round, how hurt were you? Cause I felt like you were just like kind of rolling with the shots a little bit, just a little bit, mm-hmm. just to tie me out. And because yep. then in the third round I had a slow start to the third round because I just um I expended so much energy and then mm-hmm. he was like, Yeah. He said, "Yeah, sometimes um, when I'm a little bit fatigued, then I'm, I'm I just need a bit a bit of a rest." 
if I feel like I can roll with the shots, I'll just roll with the shots and let you let you think that I'm hurt. So that was just another fucking crazy, uh, crazy thing. Crazy then. veteran move. Just veteran move, man. That's it. Yeah. Just like crafty. And you mentioned that third round and you, you, you had a bit of a, a slower start because you were fatigued. Can you train like for that? And I know a lot of sports, you know, we lots of sports do all the sort of conditioning and you get into the real thing and it you can't replicate it. And I wonder the amount of rounds you're doing as hard as you work in the gym and everything you do with your team, can you actually replicate coming out for the third round in training? And is that potentially what helped you sort of get through that fight? Because you, you both had to be absolutely out on your feet, but there must be something in the tanks or something you've got there to get you through something like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We that's that's what we do in training, and, we, and you can definitely do it. Um, it's just uh, then I think it matters about in there um, how bad you want it, and like you know, mm. just how how much you're gonna push. But then he he made me dig deep in that third round. But yeah, we always try to try to replicate um, those those like a fight gone bad. Um, yep. So. You, Mm-hmm. You are pretty much getting beat up by everyone in the gym, and um, yeah, that's that's what we definitely try to replicate, and probably probably paid off. I think so. No doubt, no doubt. You also said sort of there, like it's not really in the game plan to get into fights like that. Obviously, you want to hit and not get hit, but when you're in it, you like you said, it's just so much fun. Like, is it something? Is it a conscious decision you're making in there? Like, all right, to hell with the game plan. Let's just fucking go hell for leather here. Like. I know you enjoy it. You're that type of guy. You're a bit of a sicko, let's be honest. Do you just yeah. enjoy when it gets something like that? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, it's just like, and when the fight's going like that, and um, I didn't really see an opportunity to to wrestle very much because he's, he's very, very quick, very, very quick on his feet and fast with the sprawls, um, good wrestling defense. So that was like a, a bit of a laugh that me and Ross had where we were we were planning on taking him down and then I didn't even, I, I think I shot like once. Um, yeah, out the that's, it. that's it. Sometimes you got to like go with like how you're feeling, and um, like I felt like I felt fine and I felt good, and was just trading shots, and obviously want to get that bonus money as well. So yeah, well, succeed. Does Ross does Ross give you a talking to afterwards, like a footy coach? Does he say, "Come on, mate, like we had a game plan," or does he give you a bit of creative control because you're the man in there and he's been through it? So I guess he would know as well as anyone. But does does he give you a bit of a dressing down? Like, fuck, we can't keep, you know, getting into these type of scraps? Or is he just happy that you went out there and won? Yeah, in, in time. Like, when, when yeah. things down at the time, he's just like, enjoy pumped. the win. Yeah. We're, we're pumped we got the win because he knows what it's like yeah. as well. He knows yeah. after being in there, like, what? He's been in the, the UFC octagon, like, over 30 times. So he knows that, um, yeah. man, enjoy the victory. But then, yeah, when we... When we we always like usually on the way home, like at the airport or something, where we're talking about uh, things we can do better. We'll we'll watch the tape together. We'll we'll see what things that are uh, definitely need work on, and uh, that's a, another good thing about a win like that, right? Um, there's so many things that I can see that mm, I'll yeah. need to work. So although it was a sure. win, like a. Uh, it wasn't a flawless win, and there's there's a lot of a lot of areas to work on and, and get better. How confident were you at the end there, standing there with the uh, the ref, that your hand was going to get raised? Because look, it was a bloody close fight. No matter what side you're on, you could be biased for either way, but it was a close fight, man. That's why I can't stand all the calls of robbery on the internet. People are fucking cracking the shits. I don't know if you bother reading <laughs> it or what, but 
there's a lot of nuffies out there, mate. Like you see it with the Alexander Volkanovsky fight with Holloway, and people just they have their their favourites and they don't want to see anything else. But to me, it was a razor close fight. That first round could have probably gone either way. But uh, does it annoy you that you see people like that trying to claim it was a robbery and shit like that, or are you just fucking happy to get the win and stuff all of them? Yeah, man. Like it's it doesn't really bother me. Um, I know that if I didn't get the win, all the Aussie fans would be going, "Oh, no, Malaki won that." The, what the fuck? Yeah. Um. So I I know that that's just fans being passionate. So I don't I don't really care for people to say it's a robbery. Like they're just that's just Bullshit. uned. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because. Yeah, I, th- I honestly think it was one of those fights where, like, I thought I did enough. He thought he did enough. He thought, yeah. Um, I-, I even watched the fight back today, and for the first three minutes of the first round, I was a lot of- I was going yeah. up in the body. I was hitting the leg, hitting the body, hitting the jabs to the face, and then he caught me with that three-two, and that was pretty mm-hmm. much all the whole round. And then I caught him with the two-three at the end of the round and, and dropped him. So it was a crazy round, but I, I think I definitely got that first round. Second was mine and then third was his. So, uh, and again, when he got the third round, it was just on volume. I, I was never hurt. I was never in trouble. He just yeah, out volume. volume. So, um, the, yeah, I, I said, but like when you say, was I confident? I, I was confident that I got the win, um, but I, I was even thinking I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to him because we're in his home and uh, yeah, um, a much loved uh, veteran from the UFC. So I thought, I thought, fuck, I think they're going to give it to him. Prepare either way. Yeah. To be honest, if they did. I w- I wouldn't have been like, oh, that was a fucking rip off because again, like you said, it was a it was a razor close fight. With the, my co-host, the Mako Shark, he said it exactly how you said it. He was texting me, and that's that's how he broke it down. So we can be called nuffies in certain things, but uh, we're very smart here on nuffies. this podcast. We're, we're educated in that. But it's funny that all those, well, the majority of those Twitter trolls and all that probably have never actually ever thrown a punch in their life. So for them to try and say it's a robbery or, or you know, it's just, it, it's quite, it would make the fighters laugh, I reckon, if they ever did read some of the comments and look at the profile photos and probably be like, come on, mate, like, fuck, come, come down and come down and have a go at the gym and see how long you last and tell me what yeah. you think. Yeah, that's sort of, that'd be funny. Yeah, no, nah, there'll always be those, uh, the keyboard warriors and uh, I, I, if you have your opinion, it's, it's no problem with having an opinion, but yeah, you should always just, um, Show some respect. Well, I don't reckon there was any losers out of that fight anyway. Like, you both put on a... that That's what... Speaking of fans, that's what the fans love. When two guys go out and leave absolutely everything in there and it it can go either way, that's why you watch the sport. And you, ne- you never go away going, oh, you know, the, the, the guy that lost was, was shit or anything. You go, he just wasn't good enough on that moment. So it's that's yeah. what the fans want more of that. So it's awesome that you get into those scraps. But I also panic because I want you just to have some nice... Calm wins, mate. As a fan, as a fan. <laughs> yeah, I promise I'll, I'll try. Next one won't be a war. Yeah. Fuck, I hope not, mate. But I, you want to talk about robberies? Like, let's go back to like, Joshy Coolabear back in Singapore a few weeks back. If another judge had a seen the fight like that other fucking stupid judge did that scored it for the yeah. other bloke, like that is what a fucking robbery is in this sport. If that had yeah. gone that way, that is daylight yeah. robbery, not a fight like yours, mate. Like, it was just razor close. Yeah. No, I, I agree, and that that's what's crazy, man. Like, I, I do think there needs to be something done with the judging. I don't know 
<clears throat> I don't know what that something is. If you put, I don't know if there should be like 10 judges. Um, I don't know if, if they're, that they should be like in a, you know, like commentary or like, I don't know, in a, in a separate room with no, so they can't hear the commentary. Um, yeah, something needs to be done. Cause exactly that there's three judges. And if two make the fuck up, like if two, and a lot of these judges are uneducated as well. They're mm, not going to really say that. Yeah. Right. I hear Joe Rogan always talking about it. They don't have any fighting knowledge. There's no like criteria to be a fighter or have any knowledge yeah. of what the fuck you're seeing. So who are these blokes? There's no accountability either. We don't really know who they are or what their credentials are. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty fucking bizarre when it's people like you, your livelihood on the line. Yeah, man, for sure. For sure. So I like the idea of the not listening to the commentary because I even get annoyed sometimes. Some of the bigger name commentators, the bias that they, I don't know if they mean to show it or if it's just from their, you know, having trained with certain guys and having relationships with certain guys, the way they sort of try and put forward their case when you know that bloke's clearly, or that girl's clearly getting beaten. So if there's judges that don't know much about the sport and they're sort of not even sure how to score it and they're hearing someone that sort of looked up to like a DC or a whoever, like they're going to go, well, fuck, he seems to think they're winning. I'll just give it a 10-9. You know, like you don't know. Yeah. But that's that's what they could do. And that would be just – it's too elite a sport to then leave your fate, like Mick said, in the in the hands of guys or, and girls that don't know what they're doing. It's crazy, really. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Have you ever thought about the uh, – there are people talking about uh, open scoring. Have you thought about that and what that would do? Would that be a good thing or a bad? There's probably pros and cons for it, but to know – how the fight's going, would that be good for you? Um, yeah, well, I, th- I think it would be a good thing. Like, because if, if they're scoring, because the, they do that in boxing, right? Mm. Yeah. I don't I think, know, I believe so. Yeah, I think in boxing, you can kind of see the scorecards as the fight's going. But yeah, I don't think it would be a bad thing. Um, really, it doesn't make any difference to the final outcome, though, does it? Like, if you can see what the the scorecards are saying, then that's cool. But they're still going to say what they're going to say. Yeah, um, I guess they think if you're up, say you're up two to one or something, or sorry, two to two to none, they might think you might coast or something in that last round and not try. But I don't think as many fighters yeah. out there would really do that, would they? I don't know. Too dangerous. I don't. Yeah, coast. The the point in doing that, but um. I think you, yeah, it, it could be good for fighters when they think they're ahead, but then they see that they're not ahead and they're down exactly. like around or around or two. So like yeah, it would probably be good for that sense of things. Yeah, in a big championship fight, I think they're like a five rounder. If a guy's like sort of Izzy's last two or three opponents that have sort of just been fairly easily sort of beaten. Um, You'd might like to think if they actually see the official scoring saying they're four four rounds down, maybe they'll go in with a bit of uh, throw caution to the wind and make it a bit more entertaining. But that's really only selfishly for the fans anyway. It's, we don't. Yeah, it puts that person at risk. The reason why they haven't gone in and been reckless in the first place is probably because they can't. So if they leave themselves open to doing that, they're probably going to get knocked out or hurt. So it's probably it's probably one foot in, one foot out, really, isn't it? How, how yeah. it will go down. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's like that, uh, they, they exactly that fight. Like, um, Jared Cannonier, I think he knew that he was losing the fight, but because Israel is so good and he's mm. so good at, di- at distance control, he's so dangerous. 
um, that's why he didn't even want to take that risk. So mm-hmm. um, yep. you could go one or two ways with that, I guess. Well, he had 25 minutes, didn't he? And he didn't he, he didn't or couldn't. So, And he's not the first guy yeah. that's known as a striker that couldn't lay a flush one on him. So it's not a coincidence. It's just a skill. And people, yeah, yeah people don't seem to want to recognise that, which is strange. Absolutely, mate. Look, talking about... Oh, shit, hang on. Are we, all right? Are we good? Uh, talking about landing a flush run, mate, let's go back to your last fight. You didn't quite get the result you would have wanted against Jalen Turner. Clearly, uh, on past results now, it's probably not the worst thing after you see what he's been doing to blokes as well. His performance against bloody Brad Riddell the other week was quite impressive. So, no shame in that loss, but... Mate, take us through that. How did that affect you? What did you go back and try and work on? And was there lessons to be learned and things that you're going to probably make you a better fighter going forward? Oh, for sure. For sure. That that fight is going to make me a better fighter, 100%. Um, it already already has, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, took no, a lot yeah. of lessons from it. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough fight, man. And that's that's a fight that I'll, I want to get back one day for sure. Um, further down the line, I think we'll see each other again in like the top fifteen, top ten. You um, you did warn us about him, mate, because we were sort of, we were sort of putting him to the side and pr- pumping you up, pretty excited, and you actually sort of had to say, "No, he's a dangerous opponent." So you yeah. were sort of on him before everyone else has now realised. Hang on, this guy's a bit of a freak. His body's a bit freakish for that weight, and he's a dangerous guy. So yeah, probably got to put some respect on his name and his results. Have yeah. shown that, but I was going to ask you if you want to run it back and what what you might want to do differently. But I guess you don't might not want to say it either. He'd be a listener of the pod, like Australia's biggest pod. So. Yeah, man. Well, like that's exactly right. You got to look at the the way that the fight went, mm-hmm. and we'll make the adjustments. We'll we'll make the adjustments that we need to make. Uh, fighting along, uh, any a very skillful fighter like that. So. Um, yeah, like I said, it's, you always want the fight that you lose. You always want that fight back. Of course. No doubt. Do you, no doubt. Do you, are you a guy that laments on a loss or are you pretty good at taking out of it what you need and then work going to the next thing and working and bettering yourself? Because I can imagine it can be a lonely place when you have a, you build yourself up, you do your camp, there's all this expectation, then you have a loss. Some guys could probably get a bit down. Do you, is it? Is it easy for you to sort of take out of it what you need and then move on or is that still you know is that a hard thing as a fighter to do yeah man i i put the past behind me like it's it's obviously something that um when i think about that fight i'll always still have that little burn in me and that little bit burning desire to get that win back um just naturally that's that's as a as a as a fighter you're always going to have that but um no i don't i don't dwell on the on the past man Take uh, like you said, I take the take what are the lessons that I need from it, and then move on. That's good. Probably the right <laughs> attitude, mate. We spoke about it last time you were on about the Aussie talents that are just dominating the sport at the moment. Everyone's coming through, and how good it is for Australia. We had back in Singapore, as we said, Josh Coolabow, Jake Matthews, Jack Madalena. They all got wins. How much uh, just excitement does that for you? And then obviously Madalena. What did I say? Fuck. Anyway, uh, and then yeah, the week before your fight, you had Volkanovski put on probably one of the best performances ever in the octagon. Were you over there for that? Did you get to watch that live or anything like that? And just what kind of inspiration does that give for you? Oh, mate, I got, I got so much um, so much energy from all the lads, particularly that uh, from that um, Singapore card, just seeing all the yeah, boys. Good. 
because like Vol- Volk's just a freak, so he just, <laughs> he just he just does it all the time. But um, yeah, man, like just seeing, seeing all all the lads from Australia doing so well, um, it did lots of fire under your belly, and it makes you think like, fuck, I'm I'm just like these guys, so there's no reason mm-hmm. I'm not out there and do the same thing. Um, so it gave us heaps of energy, actually. <clears throat> Everyone energy, mate. There's a lot of talk, a lot of whispers around that potentially there'll be an Aussie car down here maybe early next year. Have you heard any whispers about that? I know you probably can't reveal if you have, but, mate, how good would that be? And obviously you'd want to get yourself on that card, no doubt. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that, actually, but I'll, uh, I'll be 100% getting on that card. Oh, it's, it it would just... be so awesome because... The the car they did in uh, in England and they had a, you know all the UK guys and you know mixed you know the Irish Scottish all the people from that region and that it was such a pumping crowd and they were talking about how good it was but I, I still think that the car they could put together here if you had a an Aussie or a New Zealander in every fight would absolutely obliterate that car just on talent alone so it would be so awesome for them to do something like that because I reckon the fans over here are as crazy as ever and especially coming out of that COVID thing people are wanting a live event. So it'd be a good opportunity for you guys to display it on probably a card the size of like a Marvel and be back on that sort of size with the media. And we've spoke about the media on here before not being the best, but when there is a big event, they do get around it. So it would be something that would be awesome to have you and all the other guys on it, I reckon. Be big. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. That'd be a massive event. And the Australian um, the Australian MMA community and, and fans is only getting bigger and bigger with more... Yeah is coming through so i think we'd, we'd have a, a strong turnout for, for sure yeah it was already massive Eddie, but i reckon through covid as well i reckon the sport's just grown another probably 25 percent on top of that so mate oh people will be hanging from the rafters if we could get one Eddie, no doubt about it uh that's probably going to be next year though are you looking to get back in there asap obviously you're looking pretty fresh so i reckon get back in there at least one more time before the end of the year yeah yeah for sure for sure i want to i want to get back in as soon as possible really because I'll come out unscathed, so be getting back in and uh, getting another win. And we asked you last time, and I probably already know your answer, but I'll just ask it again anyway. Have you got a name that you want to fight, or you'll just you'll fight whoever they call put in out. front of you? Let's do it. Uh, I'd, I'd fight anyone, but the, the dream fight at the moment's uh, the the baddie, Paddy the baddie. Oh, oh, oh. yes. Yeah. See, that would be one. If you could get him in Australia at Marvel, how big would that be? Ah. Knocking him out in front of your home crowd. Oh, oh bro. I'll fight him. I'll fight him anyway. I'll fight him. Yeah. I was just doing it selfishly for me. I want to be there for it. I want to see that. Everyone wants to see that. That's fight of the night for sure. But um, honestly, I'll I'll, I'll fight anyone. That's good. I love. I want you to fight him, but I also don't want you to ruin the little hype train because I quite enjoy his little dancing and his little moves. You'd sort of put an end to that pretty quick. So maybe. uh... Yeah. Yeah, well, that that's why I don't like my chances of getting that fight because they want to keep him winning. So mm-hmm. I'm safe. Yeah, maybe in a few no, more fights. We had uh, we had Jake Matthews on a few weeks back, and he loves a call out, mate. He was calling everyone out, especially Ponza Nibio, that coward. I don't know if you know him, but let's call him out again. He's a coward. He blocked Jake Matthews. He's blocked us. Can you believe that? So fuck you, Ponza Nibio, if you're hearing this. Maybe you'll go up to 170 and knock him out for us, please. <laughs> <laughs> fancy, fancy uh, blocking a podcast page. Very funny. Well, all we did was just reshare. So that, he, yeah, he blocked. Which, yeah, he blocked. Trying us. to match, mate, mate. 
Yep. Fuck, oh, mate. Soft. <laughs> That's a doozy. Oh, if it was 15 years earlier, and some of my, like I've admitted on here before, I was a bit of a troll at times. I'd probably be in prison in his eyes when I was sort of 20 because if he can't take a reshare, he'd be, geez, he sleeps with the lights on, I reckon, old mate. (laughs) Oh, he's scared the fight. Yeah, he might might piss sitting down, old fella. (laughs) But then I saw Barbarina called him out and he was happy to take that one on. He's like, yep, sweet, let's do it. So obviously he doesn't want the Jake Matthews smoke by the look of it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I I wouldn't either after that last. <laughs> and no I, way. I think that, I think a lot of one seventy pounders will be uh, trying to dodge that bullet. Absolutely. Put on notice, mate. Look, we won't keep you all night. We're very happy you've jumped on with us. Uh, any last words, mate? Any shout outs? Any sponsors you want to thank, or any fans out there that might not have seen the hooligan? Obviously, they're going to know what to expect after this. But tell them what they can expect next time you're jumping in that ring. And yeah, mate, just thanks for coming on. Yeah, just. Uh, Expect fire, fireworks as always, and um, looking to looking to put on a, like the boys said, a bit of a cleaner performance this next time. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> thanks heaps, mate. We really appreciate it. Nah, cheers, guys. Cheers for having us on. Good on you, cheers, brother. Speak to you soon, mate. Catch ya. Thanks, I am what I am. I am I'm waking up at like 11 in the morning Playing by the rules, yo, it's just so boring I'm eating Captain Crunch for lunch Do I got issues? Yeah, man, I got a bunch Like late night fist fights Half pipes and dirt bikes Yo, I love them all, so they label me an outlaw Wowie, boy oh, I've done a reverse, that's how pumped I am, I didn't do it my normal way, I reversed it because, friend of the pod returning, yeah, we don't run our material, Mako Shark, I even reckon that was better than the first one, how do you do, how do you turn around in 6, 8, eight, twelve weeks, how do you have a better chat the second time, what a man, great man, love him, what do you reckon? Great man, great podcast, great interview, fantastic chat, the Malak. The big malak, the hooligan, he, uh, as you said, that fight against Michael Johnson, I think everyone out there would have watched it by now. That was a fucking knockdown, mm. drag him out, suck him off, like I said last week. It was a war. Yeah. Our man yeah. does not have boring fights. That is an absolute guarantee. And, uh, yeah, I think I liked we got a little bit of insight there too, Matthew, into his mindset yes. in the fight. I like getting into these fighters' minds, Matthew, because I got no idea. I got no idea what the fuck goes on. I'm a fucking a shit kicker, sit on the couch. I, I would never step in that cage, mate. But... To hear what goes through their mind when they no, get dropped. Kicker, mate. You got you got an analytical mind. You got one of the great minds in All the right. business. Okay, top three. All right, I'll be no, easy no on myself. Kicker. Not a shit kicker, but look, to just to figure out what goes on in the minds of these blokes when they're in a fight like that is just fascinating to hear. And I like getting his thoughts on. Uh, people claiming robbery and all that kind of dog shit. I, I, was, I was happy to get that in there. And uh, I like his mindset, right. Matthew. Just forget we the broke noise. him a bit too by the end, Mako, because he's pretty um pretty business guy. Like, he, he, he's got a good personality, but you've got to crack it up. I reckon we had him chuckling about the uh, Ponza yeah, de Leon no. stuff. He loved it. It's good. It's good to <laughs> fucking, yeah. break a bloke down over an interview, I reckon. Sort of. I liked it. It's good. You I can see it. the sort of the... You can see, the, and I am also the, excited that we mm. got a bit of a shout, a bit of a call out, Paddy the Baddy. Oh, Paddy oh. the Baddy, we don't get locked out, man. Well, I reckon well, you if do, you will. The fucking hooligan, you're going to get flatlined, man. We don't that call we don't out, do it. It's going to reverberate. It's going to reverberate around the MMA yeah. world. That call out, I'm excited. I reckon that's we're the gonna, fight to make. Put it out there. He won't He's take the fight this Paddy. week. He won't. He, he'll, and, he'll beat this bloke 
this week. And I reckon he goes. Love to have him on the pod. Him. One of our favourites, the Paddy. But whenever you fight an Aussie, you instantly go the second. It's the way it Absolutely, works. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. So, Don't about round lovely the world, call out. for us. Huge call, call out. out. I liked it. But uh, great interview, Matthew. You were great. I think I was okay, and uh, Jamie was fantastic, so it was good to have him on. We'll have him on again. There's no doubt about it. A third time's a charm. We we got our little crew of guys we'll be consistently checking in with. Um, You did segue there with Fantastic, and I'm going to move into the next segment that's as fantastic as Fantastic gets. The Fantastic Four is is some sort of a nerd comic. This this next segment's the uh, Fantastic One Billion. This segment, Mako Shark, I tell you, every week, gets harder to pump it up because I don't know what else I can say. But I'll tell you this, right? In a time where interest rates are rising rapidly and people are finding it hard to purchase properties, Mako Shark, you know what I'm going to do? If this if this segment was a property, I'm going guarantor on this fucking segment, Mako Shark. I'm putting up my house on the back of success of this segment, Mako Shark. In rising times, in times where it's hard, it's time you get cancelled, you get cultured, you get cancelled, you get cultured. This segment has survived 38 weeks without... An absolute issue, Mako Shark. And I tell you what, you, you, you've gone hard. You've gone at fucking, you've gone at Nazis. You've gone at fucking big corporations. You've gone at the way we fucking pay and the way people are trained in their life. We've gone at petrol ladies. This segment has taken no prisoners, got- Mako Shark. You've gone at Jim Carrey's infected penis, which hurt us to the heart and the core, but it shows that you don't, do not back down from what you believe in that moment in that week and I have no idea what's coming up Mako Shark and that's what excites me but as I said I'm going guarantor on this fucking segment this segment's my favourite segment Mako Shark it's the world's favourite segment, it's our listeners favourite segment, it's why the fighters come on because they want to be on after, before this segment it's a segment Mako Shark and I'm excited and to tell you what it is Mako Shark it's the Mako Shark Macabane went a little bit Bruce there, I liked it a lot I do go Bruce every week the Mako Shark Tank, you talk about cancel culture, I'm going to start pushing the bandages this week. The guy I'm coming after, Ricky Martin, the Latin lover himself, Matthew. Oh, no, I don't know Ricky. if you've heard the news. Have you heard the no. news going the on this week? You want to talk about... What's he done? No, you want to talk about the Latin lover, Matthew. What's the Latin lover? Haven't, heard? Haven't on? you heard? No. To the Latin lover? He's currently <laughs> up on charges, Matthew. Oh, no. For having a no. relationship. Sexual what? intercourse with his nephew Matthew. He's oh, fucking his Ricky. nephew allegedly. There's it must no... be said allegedly. allegedly. Ricky Martin. Ricky. Ricky, I tell you please. what, you talk about cup of life. You want to talk about ole ole ole? <laughs> He's talking about here oh, we go. go. Ole ole ole. My sister's Nef- son. Ole ole ole. No, Ricky, you can't go your sister's son, Matthew. You just can't, Matthew. It's against the law. <laughs> you got to sell back, mate. I never knew what oh, living La Vida Loca meant, but it must have meant I'm going to fucking suck off me nephew. This is not good enough. <laughs> I can't deal with it, Matthew. He's oh, facing no. 50 years. We're talking nephew sucks. Years oh, we're fucking sexually Ooh. doing things. I don't know what to say, but I'm, I'm shook. I don't know how far we shouldn't be laughing. Allegedly, it's a, it's a very it's a risque subject. I'm going to pull it back, Matthew, but the Shark Tank does not sit down. It doesn't doesn't take things easy. Ricky Martin, where are you at? I don't know where you're at. I don't know where your nephew's at. I don't know where your, your, your whole family's probably in turmoil right now. But it's allegedly, it's got to be said, I'm not I'm not making accusations, but you're up on charges. You're facing 50 years in the big house, Ricky. And I tell you what, you're a sexy motherfucker. What are you doing with your nephew, son? Well, first of all, before we laugh, how old's the nephew? 
Because mm. if it's any, said, any, he's of age. No, no, he's 21, okay. I think, and he's it's no, consensual. Okay. It's a 21-year-old consensual incest. I'm not here. So I was going to edit out the whole segment. I was going to get against that rule. If we're, talk, if we're giggling about sub-14, no, 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 no. you know, we don't do that here. We don't, we don't, we don't there's do no sub-14 giggle. No sub-14 giggle. Uh, what's Ricky done? Well, like, what, he's, he's he come out, Is he right? sick? Is he sick? He's come out and denied it, right? But I think, look, oh, yeah. if and when I get accused of having sex with my nephew, I'm going to deny <laughs> it. You know what I mean? That's yeah, just common sense. You You're not going to go... Look, Look, yeah, you got me. Yeah, no, no, it's fucking me, nephew. Absolutely. No, you're not going to do it, are you? So, <laughs> no. I think court of law needs to take care of this, Matthew. Court of law, and we'll get court to the bottom. Law. I don't court, even know another Ricky Martin song, to be honest. I've got Cup of Life. I've got Living La Vida Loca. I've got no, Paolo Costa. That's all I can think about. Um, what else has he got, this Ricky Martin? Uh, Ricky Martin singles. I'll, 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 I'll get he one. He must out. have a couple more hits that we can fucking drop. He can't be a two He's hit got... one. I'm sure there's more Latin lover out there. Living a bit of life in the nineties. He could have done what he liked in the nineties. Cup of life. I think he had sex with every woman on the planet, and then that's why he moved over to men. Well, he, he, I was going to say he had sex with every female on the planet. He, he he clocked females. Clocked clocked like a video game. He clocked the game. Clocked Clocked it. He did. So then he thought, well, I've got to get over it. And now he must have clocked. Non-family members. So now he's, he's, he's working his way through the fam. He's got every single man on the planet, and now he's had to carve oh, through the family. Man. This is where we're at. You missed. You, this is, I'll just yeah, put one over one. the phone. Just, I want to hear it, because I know there's another big one out there. This one. You know this one. Go for it. Hey. Come on. She bangs. Oh. She bangs. She bangs. Oh, oh baby, my nephew. He bangs. He bangs. Now you can't. You can't do it. My nephew and he. No, 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 no. It's a sugar cane. It's a track, that one. That's a track. Oh, that's a belter. He bangs, he bangs. Ah, he bangs. He shouldn't. I'm doing it. Get better, Ricky. Be better, Ricky. No, no, be better, Ricky. Allegedly, you've got to be better. So, look, that's where the Shark Tank's at this week. Hmm. I I want to just add one for you on the back of this because I I was a bit steamed up. I'm a bit steamed up about. We, we we live in the age of 2022, Michael, Mako Shark, right? So, like, yep, 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 yep. and there's there's two things here, right? Rex Hunt's a demented old cunt, right? Oh, yeah? yeah. Deme- we've, we've witnessed yeah. him. Demented he's old not, cunt. He's demented. demented. I've said cunt twice, now three times. That's how annoyed I am. But he's demented, this man, right? Then someone, some idiot journo looking for something, right, has gone and right. interviewed this bloke and just gone away with it. And I'll tell you right now, right? We live in a time where that comment about a female being on a broadcast is just so out of date and just like actually almost is laughable that someone would go to a bloke like that looking for that sort of clickbait shit. And you know, you run the poor girl through the media, she's done nothing wrong, right? She's just doing Daisy her job. Like, Give Daisy, her a break. I'm she's not great. Daisy's biggest fan, right? But you know what? She's a trailblazer. She's opened that she many doors for women in sport. Gets it yep. done. She's fucking no worse. I tell you what, there's way worse out there that have been in the job oh, way longer, right? She's still she's Kelly Underwood. In, correct, stink, right? Daisy Pierce, well, you're good. We don't want to go down the same path as what Rex did, so we'll just but but Daisy was Daisy's still you know learning and it just fucking don't come out and say like a quota thing. Like, come on, fuck me, mate. Like females in sport and in business and in their place in society are rising and getting the respect they deserve. And then you get some fuckwit like that, and then you get Dermot. You get, oh, I was going to say, and Dermot, you get it, my come, mate, and I listened Dermot. to Dermot today on SEN, and he tried. Oh, Stop it! He didn't even get. 
he was at Paul Deere's and they interviewed him and he, he just sort of went over the same shit and said it again. And I'm like, mate, just stop saying it, right? Like, we don't. Dermot's Wayne Carey smashed his girlfriend's face with a spirit glass. We don't ever want to hear from that cunt. He shouldn't even be on the no. radio. He shouldn't be on the TV. I don't care about him as a footballer. As a human being, he shouldn't even be in the workplace, let alone then saying you'd rather have him over Daisy, who's a trailblazer. Anyway, I don't know we get steamed up about that stuff, but I was just like... I like the steam. We've got daughters now, and, and it shouldn't even be about that. We've got wives, and we've got lots of friends that are... Get, you know what? Fuck this whole thing about the, you know, the, the, the divide and men being better because they're... It, I, I've had enough of it, really, Mako Shark. And interviewing old men that have got don't even know where their fucking shoes are about something like this, you're only going to get that, and that's what you wanted, and then you hurt someone that didn't even want to be a part of it. So Daisy's just the innocent We've had some big friends of the pod on this podcast as well, great female uh, athletes and humans. We, we don't stand for it here, these sort of archaic no, remarks. Okay. I just wanted to put that out Dermot, there. We're not, Rex, yeah, they're, it's probably the most serious you'll hear me off the off a he bangs, but... I just I did I didn't like it. I heard it a few times this week, and I was like, "Nah, this is not on." And we, we're trying to push women in sport and in business and in career, and then you have a fuck with like that, yeah, really damaging. Well, I liked it, Matthew, because as you mm. said, to, to 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 try and bring down a, a woman in a, a male orientated sport like that, and then compare her up against a bloke like Wayne fucking Carey. Let's be honest. Okay, oh, Wayne, it's been twenty years maybe since you've fucking create. Since you've committed a felony, Wayne, like <laughs> let's not put you up as a beacon of fucking positivity. Oh. You've, as you said, you've smashed a glass over your missus's face. You've absolutely mm-hmm. torched a club by committing mm-hmm. adultery. You're not a good, you're not a good human being to start with. So let's not put you up as some fucking example. No, Daisy Pierce, no. I'm on you. If you ever want to come on the pod, jump on. We're fans of you. Well, you're down at the cattery at the moment, working in the uh, the coaching. She's, she's doing something wonders you're, down you're there. You're a stalwart. You're a pioneer. Yeah. I'm on you. Yep. Obviously, yep. Matty C's on you. Rex Hunt, yep. take a walk. I've seen you at the <laughs> fucking uh, at the boxing at the presses and at the he, he's he's You're not well, mate. He whiz. Rex Hunt's not well. I reckon put a fork in him, mate. It's over. For Dermot's you. quote was, "He's a statue, and we don't piss on statues." So it's like, right, I see, just piss on women then. That's Is that they, they, just because what Wayne he's like a statue? No, no, Rex Hunt or Rex Hunt. Yeah, fucking because nah. he was. You know, no, just because you've been good at like your job in life doesn't give you a free pass to be a cocksucker. Like that's fucking, agreed. Imagine that. Like, you're a, you're a you're a world class printer, so you walk around just going, "Hey, everyone, suck me off because I'm good at my job." Like, fuck off. That's not how life similar works. To the, Similar to the, I don't want to go down it because it'll get me going. I'll get me steamed. But similar to the Margaret Court situation, the, the fucking old whoa, that old hose hound just absolutely spreading hate and bigotry. But people are like, oh, no, well, she won 26 grand slams. So yeah, it's weird, she's bro. allowed Dawn to Fraser, be another one? a stinker. fucking cunt. You're all Dawn's stink. stinker. You don't Don get Bradman, a free pass. Don Bradman, stinker. Don Bradman never bought a beer for a mate in his life. And I want it to be known. So... <laughs> Well, yeah. let's be honest. Anyway, good from us. We've gone hard yeah, on that. They're great. Rookie, right. mate. Fair. But, uh, yeah, no, stop having sex with your nephew. <laughs> anyway, mate. All right, let's push on. So more into the more fun stuff. But yeah, sometimes you just got to get you go use your platform for good, and that's what we've done there. Um, the punting, Mako Shark. Do you want to go through the punting and how it went on the weekend? And do you want to go into a preview off the back of that, or what would you like to do? 
You I tell think me. I'd like to do that. I think I'd like okay, to do, do that, it. Matthew. I think I'd let's like to go through, even though the punt last week wasn't great. Well, we don't, Matthew, we'll just go quick. Just go quick. It was a four-legger. We've had a we've had a hot streak recently, Matthew, in the UFC. We've had a hot streak. I think I went a mm-hmm. four-legger last week, just a little cheeky, but it didn't quite turn out the way we wanted it to, did it? But uh, no. Well, that's okay. It's to be expected. The punting, it's uh, you got to gamble responsibly, Matthew, and you've got to know that going in that you might not get them all right all the time. No. But uh, it started off well with a hot tip of mine, Matthew. Ricky Simon. Against the, uh, the hype train, Jack Sh- – no, not Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin is known as Ricky Simon at times with his nephew, but Yuck. anyway. Yuck. Okay. <laughs> good by you. Very, very good. But uh, Ricky Simon. Yes. Up against Jack Shaw, the Welshman, who was a bit of a hype train, 16-0. and 0. I just said nah, – uh, I've seen some stuff from Ricky Simon that I like. Just keep an eye on him. Mm. He was paying big, big dollars, Matthew. Juicy, juicy he odds was. about 260. The odds. Put yes, him in, and he got the job done. He stopped Jack Shaw – very, very, very well executed stoppage. I think in the second round, it was lovely to see. I thought, here we go, Mako Multi. How good am I looking? I'm just an astute tipper, Matthew. I think I might have texted you saying, hey, we're flying here. Hey, we're, hey, we're up flying. and running. We're you text me at quarter steam. past one in the morning when that league happened. <laughs> we only, we only watch not... the events live here. Well, of course we do, mate. We get up at all hours. <laughs> we stay up. We do what we have to do on this pod. Yeah, for the pod. We push on, Matthew. Yes, we push on. We did. We did. Uh, this is where it all started uh, falling apart for me. I uh, Misha tated when I probably should Cup have Lauren Murphy. Well, you didn't like the, the truck just because the I truck didn't stop like Lauren Donadol. Murphy. I don't like. Didn't the, like the truck stop Donadol. I didn't, mate. Truck I didn't. stop uh, Donadol. What's that song? We're getting very singing today. I like it. We're up and about. That's a very niche right. one from you. No one on this planet right now <laughs> listening will ever know what that song is. That, that was a should very be her actual nickname. Local band, local Melbourne yeah. band from like 2004, yeah. <laughs> Truck Stop <laughs> Dinodot. That song stunk. And yeah, uh, if anyone's good song to sum her up. She looks like she should be at a truck stop. I actually read a lot about her this week, and I felt like a little bit bad, to be honest with you, Matthew, because I, I actually wasn't aware of her, of her past. Were you aware of Lauren Murphy's past? Recovering, recovering addict. Recovering, like yeah. we're talking. That's why I said careful. Heroin. Go back and listen to the episode. I Shit. said careful. How yeah, like what I means? I let you yeah, go though. Felt, we don't censor mm, each other. I didn't know. I, just I, just, little, I gave you the uh, Luke Darcy. Don't know what you're talking about, Ed. No, no, you do. Yeah, no, you're a truck stopper. No, no. I don't. I don't. Look, I'll pull it back a bit. She's actually a good story. She's a bit of inspiration for people out there who was. At the bottom of the barrel, to be honest, it sounded like she was really struggling in life, but got it all together, Matthew. Found martial arts, put it all together. So I'm actually, yes. Well, to back you up, I'm mate. Actually, you never actually, you never actually said mean. she stings. You just said, you, you, look, you, you're a bit harsh in your summary of the of the overall vibe, but you never, you actually said she's got a big heart. She just hasn't. We've big not been heart. a big fan because most of her fights are. You know, go the distance, and we will mm. yeah. So to back you up, you, you didn't go that hard on ability wise. It was more just the generalization of the truck stop. But that's okay. Yeah, well, that's probably worse. But uh, look, I went Misha Tate. I shouldn't have. She probably has to wrap it up, Misha Tate. She probably uh, okay. isn't going to win. She wants much to run it back with here. Rousey. Rousey will snap her arm out of its oh, socket. Well, that's not going to happen. I was I never. A, I was never a Tate fan. You know this. No, I was. I was always a Rousey mark back then as well, as yeah. we all know. But. I don't think that's going to happen, to be honest. As if fucking Rousey's coming back out to fight Tate, someone she's No, I saw Rousey say she'd come out of retirement for some chick. Zingana. I don't know. Kat Zingana, it was. Was it? Yeah, okay. I think it was Kat Zingana. I don't know why she would, though. She'd probably make it. Yeah, I don't think she would either. Can't imagine Rousey doing that. She'd make more than half a milli. She'd probably make it five milli. 
a year. She'd have a big contract with Vince, hundred percent. She's got the tin oh, lid now. Oh. She's not coming Vince back. And Re- me, I reckon right? Vince yeah. and Rex Hunter pals. Vince is a stinker, mate. We won't get into oh, it tonight. Maybe no, uh, no. I could probably we'll do a Vince episode. Tank forward, a full yeah, episode of Vince it. McMahon. What a His fucking disgrace! Disgusting. disgusting so we got that wrong. Exploits. So that that's got okay. That wrong. So that's okay. Mm-hmm. Multi blew up. But what are you going to do? It's a fight night. Sue me. Yeah. Um, move on to a, this wasn't in the multi, but a hell of a fight. We got Shane Hurricane Burgos or Burgos. Can't remember how to say it. Baby, this is Charles baby. Air Baby. Uh, this is Charles Air Jordan, which I like that nickname, yeah. Air Jordan. It's a very good one. Air Jordan's great. That was a fucking fight, Matthew. That was a banger, wasn't yeah. it? Did you uh, have many thoughts on that? That third round from Jordan was just electric. He's pretty electric. Unlucky to not get the win. Burgos got the win. I thought he was. Split decision. I thought he was a bit stiff, but you know, like I'm no, I'm no judge. Um, well, that's so, the thing, you know. Yeah. If Burgos somehow wins the first two, it doesn't matter how much Jordan Jordan goes off in the third. If you've lost the first two, get the stoppage or hit the shares, basically. So, correct. Look, maybe a yeah. bit unlucky because geez, he was putting on some pressure. That third round was electric, but he lost that. So oh, I yeah. want to uh, call him out, Air Jordan. Mm-hmm. I want you to run it back with our mate, friend of the pod. Joshy Coolabau, that's a fight that was Good. a draw. They fought once before. They drew. It was a nice fight, but I think our man's leveled up since. I think Coolabau's ready to roll. I think people are on Jordan right now. I think it's a, a fight of the night candidate, and I hope that gets booked. Yep, and I I uh, have the same sentiment as you around that. And then we went into the – was it the fight of the night? It was, wasn't it? No, I think the fight of the night was earlier in the pre the prelims, Matthew. Oh, it was, oh sorry, uh, mate. Punahale Soriano. That's the oh, yeah. performance of the night. Where the fuck was the yeah. fight of the night? You might be right. I might be on drugs. I think it was no, this you're one, right. No, it was the next one, of course. I was just... Uh, Schnellicock. Put... Schnell, with... that was fucked, wasn't it? Yeah, People it was out weird. There might not have seen that. Fuck. That was a bloodbath. Very strange. Matt Schnell versus... What the hell's this guy's name? Suman Dejeri. I don't even know how to say it. Uh, they kept saying his name. Suman Dejeri. So, uh... Mudajeri, I don't know, but he was getting uh, pieced up, Matt Schnell. He was getting whacked. He was getting whacked. And he he was. smacked. He then was he getting... got it to the mat, and he just started destroying him, choked him out, left boy. the man unconscious, laying in a pool of blood. It was vicious. Mm. It was actually vicious. almost sort of a bit crook. I don't know if you saw it on the internet, but uh, it kind of went viral on Twitter. There was like mm. a bunch of people that aren't MMA fans got wind of it. Someone tweeted it out, and they were like, what the fuck is going on here? This is a crime scene. How is this legal? <laughs> and people got really upset. Like, it's almost like, not bad for the sport, but for the, the non-MMA fans out there, it just showed, like, they, they were just it. seeing photos of this just crime scene. Yeah, but when you look at the cut, in the cut when they wipe it away, it's a very small little yes. slit. The head but with the head popping and the... Yeah, Jeez, I know, but don't worry about that. You could do dead. that with everything. You could do that with everything. It was wild. It was wild, Matthew. You could do that with my meniscus committing a crime on the football field if you slowed that down. Your meniscus is fucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that, that was unbelievable. He, he should have been stopped. Well, the ref, actually, great performance from the ref. Performance and I should have been the ref. Yeah, 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 because he saw. He's like, imagine what Herb Dean would have done with that fight. My godfather. Herb, he'd still be letting it go, probably, or who knows? Mm. He might have stopped it too early. You yes. never know with Herb. Anyway, on um, we go. Look, what else? We just had Amanda Lemos versus Karate Hottie, Michelle. So you got that. You, you didn't like, I got you didn't that. like the karate off yeah. that one. I yeah, thought tick. Lemos was going to win that, and uh, yeah, I was proven correct. That's okay. Yeah. And then Good the main event, Matthew. Mm. Oh, no, you go. You go. 
I was just going to say John's daughter had a good win, um, and then we went into the main event. John Stamos, Lamos. Mm. Mm, absolutely have that, mercy. Don't mind me. Don't mind you at all. The main <laughs> event that gig was, last uh, week. I just keep doing it. I like it. Reheats. Yeah, re- reheats. Um, this this main event, Matthew, it promised so much. I was excited. Yeah. I just thought this is just a uh, a must. It happens, though, right? Must watch. This is going to be a banger. It just yeah, shit happens. Brian Ortega's shoulder pops out in the fucking first round. You Mate. just can't you can't prepare for stuff like that. It's upsetting. No, Disappointing it for everyone. I didn't um, like his sentiment afterwards, though. Like, I won every second of that round. Like, come on, mate. Like, let's just, well, I'll tell you what, you, did, you didn't win when your fucking shoulder popped out. So let's all do Well, I like Brian Ortega. I think he's a sort of. Oh, no, we do. You want to have an oh, OnlyFans cool race operator. You and Cambaji. But, um. I do. No, I just Look, don't. Yeah. You don't need to do it. Like you, you, you're the one that's cost the fans, right? So just shut your mouth. I reckon. Like stay away for a couple of days. Like don't come out and sort of get on the front foot. Like I was dominant. Like you, your fucking shoulder yeah. popped out, mate. So uh, you, you ruined people's round. lives that night. People come there watch your fight. Like, you, uh, you ruined the lives. Neither man was so, like lighting the other up. Yeah, he was landing some strikes, but I think Brian was pretty calm, pretty composed. I think he was trying to take it down and do his T City stuff, but. So, yeah. yeah, to say I won every second of the fucking fight and blah, 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 it's a bit silly for me and me and Brian Ortega. Silly. But Yaya Rodriguez, he looked good. It was a nice fight for four minutes. But, yeah, as you said, it's a disappointing result. Yaya gets the win. Now he's putting his hand yeah. up for the title shot, blah, blah, blah. But uh, we'll get onto it in a minute. Mm. But our man, uh, Volk, he's got bigger and better things to come, I think. So, well, Yaya, I saw that they're going, I, uh, uh, they're, going, they're going with Emmett in the interim. I read today. I think it's probably the go. I think Yaya Rodriguez. I'm sick of these interims. You know what? Don't do an interim. Don't do an interim. Just have those two fight, and the winner then fights well, Volk the champ. Volky yeah, but it's stupid. Got the broken it's stupid. Thumb. He's out for twelve weeks. Then he's going to go moving on to another division. No, I don't like so that. Technically, one forty-five would be held fights up without him. You can still do you it. They it. did it with no, fucking McGregor. You don't need it. You don't need it. But they, you know, they, a quick do they take the fucking strap off, big Franny cock? Wow, that was that was politics. Just Dana Oosh, White. I don't like it, mate. That's what that was. I don't like that. I don't like I've, it. I've listened to Volky. He's happy enough with it. He goes, yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm Let sure him do it. That's okay. He's a good guy. Let him but do I it. just say, I don't, I don't like mind it. They, they do the interim. They don't uh, count. They don't count. It a bigger fight. Makes a bigger fight when it comes around. That's okay. Let him do it. But that's all right. I don't mind it. That'll probably happen. That'll probably happen in a few months. I think UIE will get Josh Emmett. That's my tip early doors, but no one asked for it. I'm not sold on Josh Emmett. I'm not sold on him. Look, I'm not sold on him. I think he's a tough sort of bloke. He's got some power, yeah. but oh, the mate, will piece he's got him skills, up, but he's not. A, both men aren't even in the realm of oh, the Volk. Anyway, Volk will so. fight him while he's asleep, mate. Yeah, he'll say, "Bring him on." Hey, Mako Shark, do you want to take me through the um, the fight night coming up and give me a, a multi? Yes, I do. I want to do it. I want to do it, <clears throat> Fight night, London. They're my back. My man's on. You. My man's on it. Oh, your actual man. We'll get to him. London, they're back again. London, I've been, what, I've been no, sorry, I've got two, two men, months? two men, Mako, two Three men. Months? Big Craigie, he's on it too. I thought that's who you're talking about. Yeah, I was talking I about Patty. We all knew Patty about on it, Patty, but no, you're my yeah, Paul oh, Craig. yeah, big, ah, big Craigie. My, my, another man of my like really pasty, non energetic, non bring much sort of spice. Um. Stable that I have, it's good. I like it. We love a Scottish man, a Scottish Matthew. But uh, right, we're getting get it up. No, it's, it, it just seems only a few weeks ago they were already in London and they're back again, Matthew. It was just such a roaring success. They get the baddie in there, they fill out the arena, yeah, and they're back Mark. again. 
What Fight you got for me? London, Matthew. Let's go. Let's start the multi somewhere. We're going to just start it, actually. Craigie? Yes. First fight of the main. Your boy, Paul Fuck. Craig, the score. Hey, value. value. He's actually Craigie. got a disgusting amount of value here, Matthew. Stick him in the multi yeah, because I, yeah, we're all chips in. We've pushed all chips into the middle of the table on Paul Craig. <laughs> it's a bit and scary, gonna... first leg value. First leg value. It's quite oh, – oh, boy. It's well, value. You reboot, yeah, though, can't you? If you don't get it, you reboot. First leg, you lose your reboot. But he's up against Volkan Uzdemir, who, yeah, he's a good fighter, Matthew. But, mm. you know, like, he, I guess he's been fighting uh, elite competition and just coming up on the uh, the rough end of the stick. His last saw a few fights, he's lost to Ankalev. He's lost to Yiri Proshaka, which obviously no shame in either of those losses. Beat no. Rakic, beat Latifi, lost to Reyes, lost to Anthony Smith, lost to Cormier. So he's... Two out of his last fucking seven, which is not great yeah. fucking form for mine. So if you're coming in to fight no. our man, Paul Craig, two and seven, two and five in your last seven, mate, you got a, you got a prayer. Our Craig's man's in. on a four street, five five fight win streak game, man, the Scottish. He's fine. Craig, he, he smashed Frylov. He smashed Jamal Hill. He smashed Mauricio mm-hmm. Rua. He, yep. He's doing all sorts, our man, the Craig. He's got some elite yep. grappling. He's just a tough motherfucker. Remember the last fight? He just... Let the bloke punch him in the face just so he could lure him into a fucking yeah. decision. Rico. I did. So that's why right. Craig and then, is coming in. He's in. He's there then. A bit he's of in. There's then. A, uh, the, I was listening to Mike Tyson and the Portnoy podcast today. Tyson's so fucking funny. He's like stoned off his head. And they're talking about uh worst interview that you could give with the Prez, by the way, just didn't ask him really anything. It was like 41 minutes. But then they're like, yeah. talking about Paddy the Batty. And, he, and then Paddy's talking about like the training partner, Molly. And then like, <laughs> Tyson's like, does he love her? And he's like, what do you mean? He goes, <laughs> does he love her? And then, and then like, fucking Prez is like, are you asking me if they're fucking? And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm saying they're loving. And they love us. They love us. He goes, no, I think they're fucking, Mike. It was very funny. He does it. They actually should be fucking. They're that attached to the hip. They should be just We're putting her in? Putting this in? Or are you staying away from Meatball? No, 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 no. I think Meatball's the, uh, I think she's the go. Yeah. She's the go, Meatball. Um, Mm -hmm. Home, you know, home crowd sort of advantage against Hannah Goldie. Hannah Goldie's playing 490, so the Goldie's, hey, Goldie, I'll see you. Hey, good on you, Goldie. But I reckon yeah. you're up against a meatball with the home crowd. The meatball is going to steamroll you. It's going to be gonna a Craigie, McCam, and the crowd's going to be really pumping. I like it. The next fight, Matty, I don't know how to pick it. I actually don't know how well, to pick it. Well, you don't have to put them in because it's a fight night, remember? So you don't have to. I, I might no not put this one in because I just can't. Yeah. It's Nikita Krylov versus Alexander Gustafsson. On paper, my brain like just says, well, you pick Gustafsson, don't you? But look at his last you look at his form, and it's it's a bit stinky. It's a little bit stinky. Like he's fucking lost a lot of fights. He hasn't fought in a while. Yeah, he lost to Vadum. He beat some pretty. I didn't go past it. He lost to Don't Smith. He lost to Jones. Uh, I think Krylov's been a little bit more active potentially. Uh, could be. I could be fucking proven wrong on that one, but he's actually stinky as well. If you look at his record, he lost to Craig. That was who Craig fucking. Lured in. It was him. He was yeah, bashing Craig's was. face in and got lured into the triangle choke. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Lost Craig. to Ankalev, beat Johnny Walker, lost to Teixeira, beat OSP, lost to Blachowicz. It's an interesting record. Mm. Both of them struggling, bad form. Krylov, I think, is favourite. Uh, but you can't write off a bloke like Gustafsson, can you? 
No. But just move on. Don't worry about it. Move on. Just move on. Move on. Let's move on move to the main of the well, we know what we're going event, Matthew. Hadi the Badi against Hadi. Jordan Leavitt. Let's be, uh, well, let's just, be honest. Just leave it, leave it in the lockers, Jordan. <laughs> love it and leave it. Leave do you it. know about Jordan <laughs> Leavitt? We, got love it or leave it. we did we did love it or list it last week. Love it or leave it. That's a new show. Love it, list it. Love it or like him, leave it. He's a fruity Patty. motherfucker, Matthew. Have you Is seen he him? Fruity? He's a twerker. No. He does twerking. Oh, he the twerks f- over blokes. <laughs> he does splits so over blokes. Could be a dance this off this, is, uh, this, this. Either way, this is going to be interesting because if uh, Paddy wins, he's going to do his little Paddy dance, which is fantastic to see. We like that. Hey, you like me now? Hey, you like me now? Is what he says. But. If Jordan yeah. leave it, fucking stuns the home crowd, silences them. You watch, people mm-hmm. are gonna flip their lid when this fucking weird bloke does a twerk over Patty the Baddie. It's gonna. I want a camera on Prez and all these seeing. big fat pals that they watch it with. Oh, they'll be fucking freaking the bastard. Oh, that man that's got one he of does the that, like sacks at the front. That guy. Who's that guy that he watches it with? The big sack guy. Is that guy in Barstool's the else. fattest man in the world? Always wears a hat and wears like, oh, a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, huge fat guy. He's like a, huge, a, a huge, bit older. He's just the worst, and he carries yeah. on. I don't even know why, what he's doing there. No, um, but yeah, that'd be fun he, watching him. Yeah, no, you're right. I'd be bashing. If he stuns the crowd, does a twerk, does a split, the English <laughs> crowd are not going to take kindly to that. So it's, I'd actually be interested to see if it happens. Who are you putting in? I think Paddy will get the job done. Yeah, let's be honest. He's in. Okay, this next leg, I don't like touching it either, by the way. Jack Cutter-Munson versus First a late call-up. Chris mm. Curtis taking the late call-up. Darren Till, another scouser, yeah. Matthew, that don't get knocked out. But we do pull out the fights, Matthew. Darren yeah. Till pulling out again. He just can't get it together, the poor lad. Nah. Look, it's unfortunate for everyone because that would have been a good fight. Home crowd, Darren Till. Who do you think is going to win here? I think Jack Manson will win this. Okay, put him in. Chris Curtis, good on him. Fantastic job stepping up. You're a tough son of a bitch. You've, uh, you know, you've been doing a bit recently. You're only actually on a fucking tear, if I look at your record here. You've won a ton of fights in a row. You've beaten Brendan Allen. You've beaten Vieira. You've beaten Phil Hawes, Kenny Robertson, Jerome Hatch. You've, you've, you've beaten Juan Ramon Funky Cold Medina. That's about nine fights in a row. But I think Jack Manson, I just yeah. think he'll win it. I just think he's the A-side of this fight. Yeah, I like it. The Swede. Yep, that's fair. You like the Swede. Um, you mean. And then what are we going with in the main? I've, I've got Tommy Aspinall. I, I like, I like Curtis. How do you like me now? You know that song? How do you like me now? Tommy Aspinall. How do you like Aspinall? I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. How do you like Aspinall? Yeah. How do you like Aspinall? Yeah, it's good. Very good by you. Yeah. Against the bloke that you christened last time he fought, which uh, got me giggling. Roller blades, Curtis. Roller <laughs> blades. I like and didn't I go one blades. too many and lost you? I, I, yeah, I lost I myself. Could, I think. Yeah, I did. I think you went one yeah, too many blades. and then just fucked the whole gag up, and it, and it sort of fizzled. But roller <laughs> yeah. blades. He's up against. Oh. How you like me now? So roller blades, Mako Shark. T- tell me if I'm right here. He's come. He's last fight. Did he? He because he's been sort of put in the wrestling category, and then the last fight he murdered yep. a man. Yep. Yeah, yeah true, so now mate. he's a different beast, isn't he? Which is he scary. Did the for whole, Tommy uh, yeah, he, he fucked up Chris Dorcas. That fuck. that's right. Knocked That's him the fun. fuck out. The ex police officer. They keep saying ex. He's an ex police yeah. officer. It's like we don't care, yeah. mate. We want to know if he's an ex fucking black belt or something. Like, mate, no one cares. Curtis Blade got it. one back against the cops. Mm-hmm. That was good to see, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and he beat Rosenstrike in a pretty boring fight before that. Lost to Lewis. Who's your guy? Who do you think? 
What do you, th- what do you think? What I do you think Aspinall, there's a lot of hype over Tommy Aspinall. I'm on his He's own. like, I'm the new breeder fighter. I'm unlike yeah. anything you've seen before. I'm this new. Uh, We're saying look, it all before, I'm actually, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm a little bit inclined to believe him, a little bit, up to a certain point. Well, you're a punting genius. So what do you John think? Jones, but I no. think he's going to be the Curtis Blades. I think he's okay. going to be the Curtis Blades. I'm going to put him in the multi. Right. Five I'm happy enough to do what? it. He's on a fucking tear. Paying? Paying, uh, 14 dollars 96 That's a handy four-legger. For five, for five legs. Is it a five legger? Is it all right? Yeah, it's you handy. got Tommy As, Tommy Aspinall, Hermanson, yep. Pimblet, McCann, Craig. Yep. Ah, oh, Craig, Paul, Craig. That's a nice Craig. five legger. Palmer bet, juicy odds. I think it's the way yeah. to go, boys. I think it's the way to yeah, go. Yeah, I agree. Now, what time's that? Is it back to normal time Sunday? I'll tell you that. No, I think it's um oh, in no. London. I think it's oh, one of these no. shit shit time oh, slots. No. Breakfast brawls. Anyway, while, while you're doing that, well, another friend of mine. Oh, no. yeah, it's a 4 a.m. Starts at 4 a.m. Uh, the main card. So the prelims are like a two shit hours. Record it. I want to talk up. to you, Mako Shark. My all time fave, the one I still get poo nerves watching, announced the fight this week. Oh, they boy. finally oh, gave mate. it to him. Was he? Dane, you know what Dane is trying to. Mm. Is, he, is he number one over, over Brock? Oh, yeah, he's over Brock. Yeah. Okay, he's over Brock. All right. Yeah. Nate. We're talking Nate Diaz, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. I'm just going to put something out there, right? I know exactly what they're doing, right? I know, I know what they're doing. They're trying to get him oh, embarrassed. No, they're trying to kill him. On the way yeah. out. Now, I'm going to just put it out there. It's not as guaranteed as what everyone in the world thinks in my He's a freak lord. He's a cyborg. He's, he's, and this is what I've said. We've said he takes more strikes and gets people. If they're still there in the fourth round, I, I reckon come shot is in big trouble. That's what I'll say. He needs to get him out early, or the cyborg will wear him down. Like he did McGregor. He ate that many strikes yep. in that first McGregor fight. You go back and watch it. Oh, yeah, majority of those those beautiful, you know, the, the McGregor, the boom boom he does that beautiful Buffet. right left. Yep, that drops most men and puts them out, and and did made a career on it. That two that little two bag of uh, sand combo he hit, he hits harder than anyone McGregor, right? In that division, he's eaten more McGregor shots, flush than anyone that could ever imagine, and then wore him down. He wears guys down. Leon Edwards dominated him. Should have won. He just decided to give him the bird instead. This guy's a freak. Takes. So I would be saying to Hazmat, get this fucker out of here as quickly as possible. Do not play with him like the seals get played with by the killer whales when they throw on when they're mm. half dead. Mm. Don't be doing mm. that with this guy because he's more likely to fucking grab onto some sort of part and tap you out. I will be going into that like every start of every Essendon season, I get verbal in the first quarter and then they shatter me and I shut up. That's what I'll be doing. Be first round, I'll be, I'll be verbal. At the, we'll have to go to the pub almost for that. I'll be verbal. And uh, and I'll be I'll be I'll be shattered. But what do you think of it? Do you think Dana could get egg on his face here, or is it is it as is he in trouble? Well, as you said, the uh, general consensus here is that uh, they've just fed Nate Diaz to the Wolves here against Hamzat Shamaev. Mm. Look, you, you raise a valid point that Nate Diaz is a cyborg. He doesn't get knocked out. He's just got this sicko chin that's yes. just it's the thing of legends. You can't really stop the bloke. Let's be honest. He'll. Eat them all night, and he'll just say, bring it on. I want more. The thing is, I think Hamzat 
if he's smart, who knows? He's a bit of an arrogant sort of bloke. He wants to show off a little bit sometimes. But if he's smart, he doesn't stand there and just fights uh, trading strikes with Nate Diaz. I think he's probably wise to just go in, take the fucker down, wrestle him to the ground, and choke him the fuck out, which I think is potential yeah. because he has extraordinary power and uh, strength yeah. on the match. Who was his last fight come, comes at? Burns. He fought Gilbert Burns. And the reason he didn't take – he took him down and controlled him for a while on that fight. But Burns is like – Who do you think is a better – who's level. a better – Who's a better Burns fighter, Burns is. or Diaz? Did better? Burns by a long shot. Okay. Yeah, that's my opinion okay. anyway. But Burns is a like an actual. Well, no, no. Burns is Burns would beat Nate Diaz senseless at this point. Is my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's actually a world world champion jujitsu at this point. You're saying at this point yes. or at his peak? I think Burns beats Nate Diaz personally. Okay. Yes. I do. As I said, he's not an MMA jiu-jitsuist. He's a world-class jiu-jitsuist. He's a world champion mm-hmm. at jiu-jitsu many, many a time. The reason that Hamzat didn't stay on the ground with him is because he probably would get tapped out. He was a bit yeah. nervous. He won't have that He won't have that with Nate Diaz. I'm sorry. He just won't. He'll fucking control Nate Diaz if he wants on the ground. I think he will. I think you'd uh, ragdoll him. Diaz is, a, Diaz is a submission. Yeah, he's good. Though. He's very good too, but I just think I think he'll uh, – I'd think love him. I reckon he's going to do everything he can to win and just fucking say, fuck you and your little prodigy. Because he, fuck, he fucked him already with McGregor. He fucked him once because he, he stopped that hype train for a bit, cost him money and held it up. And then you'd yeah, imagine he did. doing it he again did. on the way out. It'd be big. How's this for it's a huge. theory? Hmm. They've been fucking him, as we know now, for a year or so, just not giving him a fight. You're going to say he's going to pull out What if he gets minute? in there – no, no, he gets in the ring and just because just, he just fucking hates him. He's like, you've been fucking me. You've been slow rolling me. And he just gets in there, oh, the fight, the ding, 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 and he just lays down Kevin Nash style to Hulk Hogan. Oh, could you all, imagine the big thing? the camera off. I'm not fighting this cunt. You just want me to get bashed? Fuck you. I'm not oh, fighting. And he just like walks big, out of the cage. Or, imagine yeah, does that. big from you. That's what's going to happen. Up He's yours, do Dana. Fuck you. I get paid. I walk out. Yeah, that's big I from you, actually. I don't know if he would because it's be a big thing to do. He's a, he's a fighter. He probably wants to show how much of a tough gun he is. But look, I could see that happening. I actually, I'd applaud that if he did that. It'd be a real reverse psychology up you, Dana. I'm just going to take a die. I'm not even fighting this. Prick. I'd like if he got the Kuzman involved and he did the finger. Yeah, the finger poke of doom just <laughs> yeah. drops. Just to Huge. stick it up Dana White, and it'd be almost funny just to say, fuck you, I'm not surprised. And but it would be even out, funnier like, to beat their best guy that they think is going to drill him. That, wow. That, that's yeah. even better. If he thinks he happen. can, he might do it. He won't beat him. Yeah, he, anyway. he hasn't fucking won a fight, Matthew, in so long. He's not beating Jamayev. That's my opinion. No, he probably isn't. But you just never you never count him out. No, you don't count him out. If, if Kamsat wants to stand up and just punch... They, you know they talk been, about him like they around. talk about Scott Penelbury. Scott Penelbury, basketball background. Nate Diaz, triathlon. Loves triathletes, triathlon, guys. Vegan. Very fit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so stupid. Great, mate. You what? told us once he does triathlons. You know what? We don't mm. need to hear it again. Um, while we're on the the, the, the pullouts and the, the strange things, the Tommy Fury, we, we, we fumbled the bag as bad as he did by not giving him a bake the other week when he's like, I can't get in the country. I want to be there. I'll yeah. smash him. You fucking were in Florida a month earlier with your missus, mate. So let's just – I'm off him, Tommy Fury. I'm nearly off the Fury yeah. family. They're doing my head in of late. Jake Paul, you fucked him. Now you fucked him twice. Like he's giving you he's giving you Madison Square Garden main event. Like, come on, mate. Let's just – why accept the fight if you're going to be a little fucking – Do we reckon that Tommy Fury's gotten word like his family, his dad, his brother have just said, listen, 
mate, you're going to win this. You're probably not actually going to win it. We can't have you going in there and losing to Jake Paul for the Fury name. We actually can't. We can't cop it. Probably. I reckon they've told him, fuck off. We're not doing it. Pull out. Say you can't get in the country. Scrap the fight. Probably. We're not going to risk having you embarrass the family. I reckon that's a chance because it doesn't Big make chance. sense otherwise. It doesn't make sense. You can get him, mate. You can get him. What mate. have you done? You haven't you done anything. Him. They let anyone in the fucking country. It's America for God's sake. <laughs> hey, I reckon you can get in the country, guys. Um, but look, he's got a big test now, Jake Paul. Yeah, Ruffman yeah, yeah. Jr. Ruffman Jr. It's yeah, the big. I nerd. hope this guy's as good as he says he is because I'd like to see a real contest. It wouldn't. I mean, Jake Paul. Be interesting to see what happens if Jake Paul can bop this bloke. Even the most sort of hater of haters has to start sort of going. All right, well, he's beating a fucking professional boxer here in his fifth mm. fight. Like, let's start cutting yeah, some fighting. Well, you only have to look locally and see who blokes that are five and hour fighting. They're not fighting a man of that ilk. So locally, even the belt's no, back. No, no, just, but I was just, my, no my point was, my happen. point was, you don't, you don't have to look far to see a bloke fighting soup cans. Every single professional boxer out there fights fucking soup cans in their first half a dozen fights. Khabib, everyone's to fucking suck Khabib. He fought soup cans until about eighteen and zero, mate. Like, yeah. So yep. let's not act like Jake Paul's doing anything different. He's just doing it on I'm a massive on him. I'd love scale. to get him on the pod. I need love us. We'll, we'll get him at some point. Yeah. Um, more boxing news, Mako Shark. Garcia with an absolute uh, flawless victory. Jeez, that was... Um, it was good, wasn't it? He's a slickster. People keep talking him down, the slickster, I think, because he's a slickster. So you can't be that good looking and be that good at the sport. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what they want to try. He's, one of, uh, he's one of Jacob. Jacoby, Jacob. He's one of his uh, big stable guys. He loves him. Big King nice Ryan, man. Yeah, he, no, he, he proved man. it, mate. It was a slick, slick finish, quality finish, and now he's calling out Tank. I like it. And the fact he's calling him out is good because normally they sort of duck that. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. Yeah, I want to fight the good guys. That's where we want the sport to be. Um, locally, Mako Shark, big friend of the pod, one of the one of the Oof. audience's favourites. My mother loves him. Oof. Loved him. Oof. Said he was a, Did she? a gentleman. Loved him. Oh, he's, yep. Yeah. Who's, who, who are we talking, are we talking about? about? And who's, who's, who are we talking Jackie about? Boa, the Boa. Our man. Our man. The Boa Constrictor. Jackie Bowen. Jack Bowen Put back in the ring. all your money on him. Don't even worry Stick about Stick as it. much money as you've got. Mortgage it out, fucking put out a, another, what do they, when they say that? You remortgage your house. Put out an APB. Put out a bloody APB, an AVO, anything you've got. Let's get out there. Put all your fucking hard earn on Jack Bowen to get the win this weekend because he's going to go smack O. I think that'll take him to fucking what seven and zero, our man, our man, yeah. Ulti's man. I think it's about seven and zero. It's just going to be a fate complete, Matthew. There it is. I, I snuck it I in. Love it. You got word. it in. Oh, snuck that's my in. favorite word. It's going to be. Um, well, I've got a really expensive surgery coming up, so maybe I'll go all chips in. Well, mate, whatever you've got in the bank, load up on Jack Bowen, and then that'll pay for the surgery. I would have thought. I'm seriously thinking about it if I can get a bet on because he's not going to lose. Imagine Jack Bowen like accidentally breaks his leg in the middle of the fight. Other bloke wins. Uh, oh. your miss is not, not happy. Your miss is not happy with that. Oh, nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, that'd no, be, no, that'd no, be no. really. Uh, I'd be in divorce court. Um, Matthew. I'd be in big trouble. Matthew. Yes. Yes. There was some big news during the week. There was some big what news from our man. Alexander Volkanovsky's dropped it on the Ariel Helwani pod. The UFC What's is hitting Australian shores early oh, 2023, boy. first quarter. And not only that, Volkanovsky's headlining, and he wants mm. champ-champ status, Matthew. He wants Oliveira. He wants Makachev. He doesn't give a fuck who it is. 
He's going to do it in his home country. He deserves it. I think he deserves it. Everyone thinks he deserves it. Matthew, you think he deserves it. He's. I'll tell you something, Mago Shark. I'll be champ champing in seeing a champ champ twice. You saw the champ, 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 champ in New York, Conor McGregor. Now you're going to see Volkanovski pull off the same thing in front of his home Did. crowd. This fight is going to be massive. Australia, two years we've been sitting around in fucking COVID. We're ready. Marvel. We've got all the boys. We are going to put together a card that will rival the best card in the history of this sport, mate. We've got Volk. We've got Robbie Whitaker. We've got Bam Bam Tuivasa. We've got Jimmy fucking Crute. We've got our man, the hooligan, Jamie Malarkey. We've got Joshy Coolabow. We've got Tyson Pedro. We've got Jacob Malcolm. We've got our boy, Jakey fucking Matthews. We've got a whole Get host of blokes. We could continue talking all night long. Get them on the card. Get the New Zealanders over. Get Israel Adesanya on there. Get Kaikara France. He's going to be the champ. Get him on the card. Let's get Have Carlos the sex bag, all bag. All Sexy bag, that's boy. his name. Sexy all boy. Bag. Get him on there. They're all coming, Matthew. This card is going to blow up the records. It's going to be 60,000 in the seats. Let's do we're it. Going. I don't give a fuck. We're, using where our pod we're road tripping. We're, 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 we're emptying the fucking. We're emptying the coffers. Empty the coffers. Emptying the the coffers. boys are there. UFC Australia, get up. I'm up. Firm pants, uncomfy. Monkey bars. I'm, I'm no, it's fantastic, Mako Shark, and um, it's overdue. And uh, if we had to do anything other than the Vulcan dancing it, Dana White would probably do it in 2038 because he thinks that we're still locked down. So that was big. Humongous. Big. It was exciting. And it had us all exciting. up and about. And they better not go to Sydney. Sydney stinks. Don't well, care. you know what? It's probably Volk's choice. He might want Sydney. I want Sydney, Dana. What I'm stadium, though? New South Wales. No stadium, they can't do it. That's what I mean. He, can't do he it. might not want a stadium. I think he said it on Ariel. He's like, yeah, the stadium's good. Get all the people in there. But the atmosphere sometimes is a bit lacking. Sometimes you put them in an arena, it's a little bit more sort of intimate. You it's going to be that hard to get a ticket that way. It's going to be hard, but that. we'll be there, mate. We'll have laminates around our necks, baby. Don't worry about that. We're, we're media. Laminates. We'll be laminates. But, so we it could be in Sydney. But hopefully it's at Marvel. Hopefully they want the big coin. They want the big 60,000. Stack the place. New records. I think Volk doing that against, say, Oliveira, that'll set fucking records, mate. That, it will. That, that stains my underpants. He, he'll, he'll beat Charles, too. He'll beat either of them. Hmm. Yeah. Charles will win and he'll beat hmm. Charles. Um, so. Mako Shark, got anything else for me? Or is that it? I think that's a pretty jam packer. probably it, mate. I think I probably jam, uh, blew my load there. It's a jam, I went jam packer. It's a jam carry. It's a jam Kerry packer there. It's uh, I'm done, Kerry. mate. I think I'm actually. I think All I'm right. spent. I think we want to get off. We got to get off the line because uh, as we spend, go and watch the, the boys. Uh, the so the big sex gone. pot knocked a bike out, didn't it? Tell us about that quickly. Our man, fuck, we got to put that in quickly. As we've been talking, quickly. we've been watching a lot. Mm. Our man, the big sex pot, Jackson Murray, the best heavyweight in Australia. He's about to be. He's about yeah. to be. Did you see him walk out with the hat on, Matthew? The yeah, hat. big sex. I don't know what the fuck's get... going on, but, geez, that I was like some it. sort of magic might sort of operation yeah. he was running. The big He's doing that. With the yes. sex hat. That's a sex yes. hat, Matthew. I think he leaves that sex on at hat. night. That's a Jack sex Brubaker hat. did it. Jack Brubaker did it his last fight. Come out as like a sexy cowboy. Brubaker. I think he's getting sex some Brubaker hat. input. Brubaker's a, a, Brubaker's a Fennec guy, too. Murray. So oh, we love a Fennec thing in a sex hat. Let's just throw it out there quickly as well. Uh, Diamond Valley boy, local boy, one of our yes. kind of locals. Jolly boy yes. Taylor just went bang, bang, bang. Three Elfin boy. Knock him. Yeah. Elfin boy smashed a bloke's face in on television. He goes to 8-0. That's a sexy sort of stuff. We'll get him on the Joel show. He'll Taylor. be on. He'll be on here He'll one day. On. He's uh, He's got yeah. a lot of things coming. And, uh, yeah, so it's a big night of fights coming up. We're, we haven't seen it yet because it hasn't happened. 
But if you're listening to this tomorrow or, you know, in the future, I'm just going to tell you that Nikita Zhu ran through Ben Horn. He fucked him up. Well, if he doesn't, he who cares? And if he can't, doesn't, we can't I got get it that wrong. wrong. He's well, going to fuck him nah. up. He's going to fuck him up. I'm right. confident. Well, I'm confident. Yeah, no, confident. Huge episode, Mako Shark. Great interview with our man, the hooligan, Malaki. Got the win. We love him. Back on. Friend of the pod. Two-timer now. He'll be a three-timer soon. Got another fight, yep. he said, before Christmas. Oh, I'm excited. You're excited. Bruce is excited. And uh, I've got no more. So uh, love you. Love your work. Um, take us out. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Matty C. Love you too. Uh, real shame about the knee. I love your meniscus. I hope it pulls that's okay. through. We'll Jeez, right. it's a shame. It's a real that's shame. Okay. Um, that's you what footy does mate. to a you get, that the, you get that on the tough jobs. That's, get that, mate. You do. You get that. So uh, shout out to the meniscus. But um, shout out to Palmerbet, Australia's greatest gambling agency, Shout out, Malaki. You're going to bash a few blokes before the interview is done. We love you. We love the listeners. And anyone out there that feels like it, are you with me?